0: The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 pags And now, it's Joe Pagg's. Hi,
1: right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Bottom of this hour, it'll be Kay Smythe. Great news with Kay on a Monday. We talk about the person of the year, the Time Magazine person of the year. Carrie, you know who that is, right?
2: I do, yeah.
1: Is she your person of the year?
2: <laughs> no. No.
1: Sam, is she your person of the year? Do you know who it is? Yes. Is she your person of the year? No. <laughs> Polo, is she your person of the year? What do you think? Sure, why not? Here you go. Why well, did I didn't know that was going to be Polo's answer? <laughs>
2: I know. I know. I saw that coming.
1: Ask me to name a Taylor Swift song.
2: Name a Taylor Swift song.
1: Shake it off. That's all I got. Nothing else.
2: That'd be mine too. That'd be, that's
1: my go-to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's a it's a it's a song in a major key. <laughs> yeah. As a music guy, I that's think that's pretty in those good. Terms. It's it a is. pretty good song. It yeah. is. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's like an earworm. It's one of those. it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, great. And I guess it's like one of the only songs she's written that isn't about an ex-boyfriend. Oh.
2: She tends to do that. Isn't that
1: normally the thing? You date date Uh, a guy for a while and then you you write a song about about what a piece of crap he is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why not? Is that what it is? Um, A
2: lot of it hers is, I I believe, but I couldn't tell you.
1: Why do you think she's the person of the year then?
2: I don't know. It's because, I mean, she made... Was it like a billion dollars doing this concert? Well, No, you she's know, a billionaire now. I... Like
1: after her entire career, she's but now why worth is a billion. She t-
2: why is she the person of the year? I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know. So we talk about that. We we have that for you. Plus, we've got uh, just some other stuff. Alex Jones being back on the Twitter and all that stuff. So we're gonna have that at the bottom of the hour. But I I literally wrote you a message back when you sent me this story, and the message was that can't be real.
2: Oh, mm, it is.
1: I don't, but I don't know, how do you, what this is in America?
2: Yes. You in don't mind. the country's healthiest state, actually.
1: Yeah, it, wait, is that Colorado? Which state is it? It is, yeah. Okay, so again, Denver just joined us. So this is their first hour, is this hour, and they, they listen live. Uh, Denver, last week we had some garbage about what's going, they try to take Trump off the thing, off of the ballot. Then they had some other thing in Denver where the school district did something stupid. We're like, what? I'm sorry. What's going on? Wasn't it it Colorado where they had the kid, the boy sleeping in the girl's bed or something?
2: uh i believe so when they were on that field uh school trip i think they've
1: got this this is not yeah. they, no you're making this one up no
2: this is from news nation lawmakers in colorado america's healthiest state are expected to pass legislation that bans bias based on fat phobia to prevent employers and landlords from discriminating against those who are overweight fat phobias divide as the aversion to fatness or fat people. The law aims to prevent landlords from denying rentals based on weight limits and to implement workplace accommodations for overweight Americans. Fat acceptance is a growing trend in the U.S. with major cities enacting legislation to protect those who are overweight. New York enacted a similar fat phobia law last week as U.S. obesity rates continue to increase. Massachusetts, Vermont and New Jersey are also considering similar laws. Now, the Rocky Mountain State is the skinniest in the country, boasting the lowest obesity percentage at 25%. According to data from Trust for America's Health, in contrast, West Virginia, the unhealthiest state has a 71 percent obesity rate. And the most obese U.S. states lack laws against weight discrimination. However, five of the healthiest states are proposing anti-weight discrimination laws. Crystal Hartman, an activist with the Obesity Action Coalition, expresses that the initiatives will foster greater acceptance for overweight Americans. (sighs)
1: How can you ban something that I don't think exists?
2: Hmm. Interesting question.
1: If I don't subscribe to the idea that fat phobia is a thing.
2: But what if somebody else do does? It? They say it's if, very real. What if somebody else thinks
1: the, thinks, thinks the sky is purple when it's blue? <sighs> what if somebody else thinks the moon is up during the day and the sun is up at night? I mean, at what point do we start saying we don't just accept anything anybody says mm. or else we'd all be nuts? Yeah.
2: Yeah, good question.
1: So let me say it again. I don't think fat phobia is a thing. The word phobia is fear. So already that term doesn't make sense. An aversion to fatness or something was mentioned in the story, mm-hmm. I don't think it's an aversion. If you've got a place to rent and the place is a normal-sized place that could accommodate, accommodate a normal-sized person or a group of people, and let's say the construction is up to code, but code would have a problem with a 500 pound person. I think that's up to the person, not you got to build every place has to be built stronger, better, and to be able to take a 500 pound person just in case somebody's 500 pounds. Is that what they're trying to tell us? What are they trying to tell us?
2: Pretty much. That's what's going to happen in Colorado possibly next year.
1: And then employers have to make, I believe the story said, special provisions for overweight Americans. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. So if you're opening a business, let's say you've got an office in the office, you've got 10 cubicles. You want to make sure that you get the best deal you can on chairs and desks and computers and everything. And you do that. And you say, I'm going to need 10 desks, 10 chairs, 10 computers, 10 phones, whatever. And then the chairs, like I'm sitting in a chair and it accommodates me fine. I'm 245 pounds. If I were 300 or 320, it probably still could accommodate me. Um, but if I'm seven hundred 700 pounds, the employer has to go and get bigger chairs, bigger desks. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? So for the rare occasion that somebody is extremely overweight, you have to change your purchasing. You have to change how your office is set up. Like nobody's going to put on the sign on the front saying, hiring now, just not fat people. Nobody's going to say that. But if you walk in and you're legitimately the size of two people, it's up to the business to fix it, it's not up to you. Really? I mean, that's what the story seems to say.
2: Yes. You fat shamer, you
1: <laughs> I'm fat shaming everybody. Mm-hmm. Um it's the same question, sort of, and I my knee jerk was, yeah, you should probably accommodate them. Then I'm like, well, yeah, no, it's not okay. If somebody's so big they need two plane seats, they should buy two plane seats. And they might say, well, yeah, somebody arbitrarily decided what size the seat were. That's not true. The the seats will accommodate the average-sized person. Somebody smaller than average, somebody a little bigger than average. Somebody even a lot bigger than average. But if you're so big, you need two seats, that's because of your own habits and your own decisions. So buy two seats. Why is this controversial? Businesses have to change everything. Airlines have to change everything. Schools have to change everything. Um, fill in the blank has to change everything because of a small minority of the population. And Carrie, I think that the overriding moral that really bothers me to this story is that instead of incentivizing losing weight, mm-hmm. they're actually saying we should change to accommodate you yes. being this unhealthy because being that overweight is going to cause you to die sooner than you should. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was just going to say, later on, you know, the woman who was quoted with the Obesity Action Coalition, She her next quote was just to humanize this disease and to take away the blame, and the shame is incredibly important, just like it's all of the other types of discrimination these laws are looking to abolish.
1: I mean, there's an Obesity Coalition or something?
2: Obesity Action Coalition, yeah. Really? But I wonder how many people consider being fat a disease.
1: It's not. We talk about this all the time. It's a real catch-22. Real, It just is. Because you have to eat. Yeah. To live, you have to eat. So the real problem is eating just the right amount to maintain your weight, eating the amount that would lose you some weight, or do you, do you eat the amount that's making you gain weight? And I'm going it's a it's a real catch 22. I've been in that position myself. I had pizza a week and a, and a half ago. And you know, eating that pizza, I could have had two more pizzas, entire pizzas. I didn't because I didn't want to gain a bunch of weight. And I generally speaking low carb. So that's not easy for me, but it's about having willpower. I would rather instill in people that they have the willpower, they can push away, they can close their mouth, they cannot eat that extra whatever it it is that's about to go in, and they can get themselves healthier, live longer for themselves and for their families and those who love them. But instead, we're literally telling people, eat all you want, and we will change society around you. I think it's a bad message to send. I don't know. Uh, you're, You're a parent. I'm a parent. Mm -hmm. That would be a bad message to send our kids, eat anything you want, don't worry about it, because if somebody complains or society doesn't change with you, we'll start the the Obesity Action Coalition or something.
2: No, that's not the message I want to send to my kids, nor is it the message I am sending.
1: What happened to teaching nutrition in school? What happened to teaching how weight loss and weight gain works? Mm -hmm. What happened to teaching physical education? Is PE still a thing? Carrie, do you know?
2: Um, I know, uh, well, for my boys, it, athletics, if you play sports, I don't know. I think PE may be an elementary school, but I don't know about junior high or high school.
1: That, that is crazy to me. And the reason why I say that is, and I mentioned this before in this program, I couldn't graduate high school until I ran the mile. Right. And, you know, I switched schools. I went freshman, sophomore, junior in one school. Then I went to a new school in town for my senior year.
2: Well, remember doing the president's physical fitness test? Yes. Yeah, we all did that. I don't think that's a thing anymore.
1: And I was super proud of myself. I got 40 sit-ups in a minute. Yeah, I probably maybe got forty one, forty two, but you, know. you probably got like forty seven. I'm I'm sure yeah. you're way better sit up person than yeah. I am. Yeah. Um and then the push ups I probably did thirty or something like that. I mean, we we're like we would challenge each other. Mm-hmm. I beat Bobby or Bruce beat this guy or whatever. And, and that was sort of the thing and then you got a presidential seal from like the president. That's right. It was a said big you made deal. it. thing. Yeah. You took the presidential physical fitness test. Yep. I don't know that they do it anymore and I'll never forget. I, don't think so. I was so. Run- it was rainy out and I had to run around like the square of the school and and like the PE teacher said, Okay, I think you should stop. I think you've gone way more than a mile. I said, I don't know how long I've gone. <laughs> I'm just going as long as you want me to. You had to run a mile in like nine minutes or something stupid. Um and-, and I did that and then I could graduate. Yeah. I mean it should be a part of it that you're a healthy human being that understands how the body works, understand how how nutrition works. Why are we throwing that out? Because processed foods are so available because getting fat can now be a protected class. I'm not sure I understand now. And here's the deal. Look, I'm a realist. I get it. I've been doing this a long time. There are some of you out there listening right now that are overweight and you think that I'm coming down on you. I'm not, I don't care. I literally don't care if you're overweight. No, I care as a human being that you lose weight, get in better shape and live longer. And don't get all sorts of diseases that go along with with eating too much or, or carrying too much body fat. But if that's the way you want to live, I'm okay with it. Uh, I, I don't want you to tell me that I should or shouldn't work out or I should or shouldn't be this weight. Uh, I, I, I'm an autonomous guy. Do what you want to do. But when you decide society should change with you because you've decided to do something that's completely abnormal and unhealthy, that's when I think that we get to chime in. Carrie, have I said anybody's name during this story at all? No, no. So when I get the emails and the text oh, messages will. and the tweets from mm-hmm. people that say, How dare you? I've got a glandular problem. Yeah. Or how dare you? I was raised by a woman with one toe. You know, I'm going to get somebody's going <laughs> to, I don't know the one with what toe is, but somebody's going to get angry at me. Of course they will. Because I dared talk about being overweight being unhealthy.
2: And well, guess what? Talking about it now. is.
1: Carrie, it is. It's unhealthy.
2: It is. Yes. It's true. Well, again.
1: I'm a freedom guy. You want to live and be unhealthy, fine. You want to be 100 pounds overweight, fine. You want to do something about it? I'm ha- I'm happy to help, and I'm help. I'm happy to give you some advice on what worked for me back in the day. But it, this isn't about that. This is about how you're living. This is about you wanting society to change around you. This is about there being some freaking obese obesity action coalition or something, which I, I find to be stunning eight 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 nine four one PAGs, eight eighty eight nine four one seven two four seven 941 dot com. Do you believe that they're making all these provisions in, in Colorado? Dude, I mean, honestly, Colorado, listen, I get it. You guys had the the legalized marijuana before just about anybody. Can you stop smoking for a minute and stop doing these things? Just for a minute. And by the way, Carrie, the smoking from what I understand makes you hungry.
2: Oh yeah, that's I have heard that too.
1: Uh, see? See the little something-something there? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Talk about eating good food, good, healthy food. you got to get Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is amazing. You give the gift of Omaha Steaks, and I'm telling you, whoever you send it to, your friend, your family, your coworker, your neighbors, they're going to love it every single time. Omaha Steaks is going to help you take the guesswork out of gifting this season. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Save 50% off site-wide right now. Plus, when you use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send juicy, tender, um, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouthwatering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Get this right now. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early, beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S at checkout, Do it right now. Omaha Steaks, a gift from the heart, a gift that they're going to love every single time they take a bite. Go to omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout. Get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Get to omahasteaks.com right now. Keep it here.
0: Don't be an A-dub. Stay with The Joe Pag Show.
1: Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We'll have Crane uh, News with Kay at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for Kay Smythe. 888 pags 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Carrie, I called it during the break. There's yep. somebody in my chat room. Uh, you're wrong. And then something about her yep. granddaughter. And God bless her granddaughter. I will add her granddaughter to my prayers. I hope that she is best. She's better and becomes healthy and uh, miracles, say, changes everything that's wrong. I wasn't talking about this specific person, nor her granddaughter, yeah. nor their situation, which is an abnormal situation. Uh, the, the whole again, I don't understand it. I've never listened to the radio or watched a television show and said, "Why are they calling me out like that?" Mm-hmm. I've never, unless they say Joe Pagliarulo, blah blah blah, is a big fat stupid face. Then well, I'm like, then hey, "Wait a second, you hey, that sounds upset. like me. What are you talking about?" Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean.
2: Yeah, then you can get upset about that.
1: I mean, at the end of the day. Again, I was talking in very general uh, terms that changing society for a very small number, very small percentage, to make them feel better about something that, generally speaking, they caused, doesn't make any sense. So again, if I want to make it about you, I will say your name and I will call you out, which I have no problem doing (laughs) if there's a reason to. I had nothing to do with some person in the chat room that I've never met.
2: You know what I'm saying, Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think this topic is just so sensitive for a lot of people that they automatically think, oh, he's talking about me. He's talking about my situation. He's talking about my sister. He's talking about my kid. And he's I'll, I'll give
1: an example that actually makes sense, although they can't help this, and most people who are overweight can help it. Let's talk about basketball players that are anywhere between, uh, who knows, You know, the shortest basketball player today probably is six feet tall. The tallest one is at, you know, seven foot five with Wemby here in San Antonio. Now, most doors are what? Seven, maybe seven feet high? Maybe?
2: Mm, Yeah. So he's got a duck
1: under every door. Yeah. Shouldn't we just rebuild every building everywhere and make it so Mm. that he is not tall shamed or height shamed? (sighs) No. What are we, height phobic?
2: Mm-hmm. Don't say that, and that's going to start
1: something else. Yeah, we got to got to remodel everything for the small percentage of people that are that are taller than average. And I don't think that you should. I think they can bend down a little bit. I think the person who is who is a certain weight that it would make the entire office change everything they do can lose a few pounds if they want to work there. You know, back when I worked at Domino's Pizza back in the day. Tom Monahan owned it. Tom Monahan owned the Tigers in Detroit. He owned Domino's Pizza. He owned a lot of crap. And he would bring on his supervisors, and he would say, if you lose X amount of pounds, I'll give you this much money in bonus. Oh. And he did it because, A, everyone wants to make a little extra money, Mm -hmm. and, B, it would make his supervisors healthier. Why Hmm. can't we re-incentivize getting healthy?
2: That's an idea.
1: But in this day and age, we're trying to convince people that it is healthy to be extremely overweight.
2: Yeah,
1: It's fine. It doesn't change anything. And and it's just not the case. Why can't we just tell the truth? I think we should just tell the truth, no? Because the truth hurts. I mean,
2: sometimes I'm stuff you. hurts. Yeah, I Listen, agree. when we were coming up in his
1: business, if people didn't tell us the truth, we would not have been successful. Yeah. We had to learn.
2: Yeah, it's pretty had brutal.
1: To, it uh, what do you mean? You've got to give me the job. What, what are you, bad radio guy phobic? You know what I mean? You know, what do you mean I suck at the radio? So what? You gotta hire me anywhere, or else you're you're right. somehow a bigot. Right,
2: right, right.
1: Bigot. I don't think so. It doesn't make any sense. Eight 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 nine four one PAGS, eight eighty eight nine four one seven two four seven JoePags dot com. You know, again, just take a breath and stop it. And Colorado why is Colorado doing every story lately that's very odd like this? Uh when we come back, Cray news with Kay on a Monday. Stay here.